0: You again on a Thursday, wiggle wiggle weep, <laughs> and it's Thursday today, so it's actually it not is. alive.
1: It is
0: Thursday. Ooh-hoo. Time for part two. Time for part two. So, any. Any news, any update, because this is probably going to be a little shorter than part one. So, is there, like, anything you want to talk about Christmas-wise, holiday-wise? Honestly, you know, I'm
1: very depressed about the holiday season right now. Why? Because I can't decorate my house. Like, we are going to start the demo, like, any day now. I know, I'm so sad. Like oh, we did order Christmas lights. We ordered new Christmas lights. The ones that we had were like a um kind of like an LED white, like uh-huh. but it had like a blue hue. So it wasn't like Christmasy, so we got new Christmas lights. So at least we're going to decorate the outside of our house, but we can't decorate the inside. And I'm
0: sad. Okay. Well, for all of our listeners, I just want you guys to know that me and uh, a a stalker of our podcast, Amanda from Missouri, spelled D-U-H. Yeah. We had a talk with Alexa and said that she absolutely could decorate her house.
1: But I can't. Because
0: she doesn't know exactly the demo stages. Uh, well, I kind
1: of do. Yeah, well. I know. Yeah, no, so that it makes sucks. me sad. It does. It makes me sad. And I also need a new <coughs> Christmas tree because apparently I have a light bulb out and I could not for the life of me find the bulb. Mm-hmm. And so the whole, like, bottom half of my tree,
0: all the lights are out. <laughs> that sounds like me. Like, if something's uh, not working, I'm like, well, just toss the whole thing. I wouldn't yeah, even have time. to get a time, new one. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> even have looked for the bulb. It's uh, funny. I talked about the struggle of putting together my three-part Christmas tree that's pre-lit. And it had, like, yeah. 17 plug-ins that needed, like, mm-hmm. arranged. All in I, between, yeah. I could not figure it out. And then... I was like, Nick, I need your help. And he did it by himself in like five minutes.
1: Ugh, so annoying. I
0: was like, I swear to God, like my hands were literally like bloody from getting so dry from like the the, the pine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's infuriating. Oh my God. I bet. Okay, so are you a person, when do you take down your Christmas stuff normally? Oh, bitch,
1: not until after New Year's. Like January 3rd, 4th, 5th, sometimes January 17th, 27th, February 2nd. Sometimes Valentine's Day. It's a Valentine's Day (laughs) tree. You know, you just take down the Christmas ornaments and put some extra red (laughs) ones in there, and you're good to go. Same.
0: I feel like... (laughs) If if it's cold out, I want my Christmas stuff
1: up. I do too. It makes it so homey. Yeah, I love it. I'm so sad for sure. So anyway, what are you sipping on? Did you refill your drink? Because uh, (laughs) our drinking word is
0: mom. (laughs) Okay, well I refilled what I like to call um I was trying to my trash
1: my trash drink. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I called it the poor girls drink in the last video, and it's just because I'm like, okay, how can I throw together a cocktail? Oh, vodka and Lacroix with some uh, sugar, right? But I feel like it needs a name. But tra- I feel like it trash, like redneck cocktail. Like needs- yeah. So, anyways, this is <laughs> vodka. Lemon juice, a splash. redneck
1: redneck sangria. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> the redneck sangria. That is it. Oh my god. <laughs> You're gonna trigger this cock. Oh that's oh my great. God. okay, so the redneck sangria in my Hello Queen cup. It is
1: so fitting.
0: <laughs> Oh, my God. So you
1: should have a cup with, like, a Confederate flag on it or something.
0: <laughs> All lives matter shit. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, that's
0: great. Oh, my God.
1: Anyways, anyway, but... I'm drinking my... No, we don't even no, care. We don't care. We don't on. care. I'm drinking my spiked
0: eggnog, so. But eggnog but. made with almond milk.
1: Nog, yeah, it's an almond nog.
0: Yeah, because almond nog—you know that <laughs> you thing know. that everyone knows about. Duh. <laughs> Anyways, if you're tuning into this episode, this is part two of a two-part series on Ed it Kimber. Is. So please yes. go listen to the other one. I'll explain my cough and all that other shit. So I don't have to do it now.
1: Yeah, and the drinking word today mm-hmm. is mom or mother, so uh, we are already drunk, so prepare to get drunk with us. That does include grandma, your, uh, we decided. Well, yeah, and grandmother, I mean, it kind of, it's all fitting.
0: Mommy. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Disclaimer. Our videos and podcasts are for entertainment purposes. All information discussed was found on the internet. Keep in mind, we talk about all things sinister that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Let And me- viewer on YouTube. And viewer on YouTube. Alexa sometimes does a little
1: flash. <laughs> and Cadence. Cadence sometimes spreads her legs. So <laughs> pretends that she's in like a gyno chair. Oh my god. So.
0: That was pretty so, entertaining. That was so improv that I can't even believe it happened. <laughs> okay, so where we left off, I'm getting to my notes here. With Ed Kemper, was um, he started picking up hitchhikers without killing them? So, starting in 1972, he picked up two female Fresno Fresno State students. They were mm-hmm. hitchhiking. Uh, it is really important to note that they were immediately reported by their families as missing after some time. That's something that really wasn't common back then. It was no. like, oh, they're just college girls. They're at a party. They're <clears throat> hungover at some guy's house, whatever. Or they're but, hitchhiking
1: and we haven't heard from them because yeah. they're waiting till they get to the, ne- the next place. Right.
0: But um, these cases were actually looked into. But anyways, they these girls weren't found until months later. So one of the female's heads, uh, also trigger warning, this is where the story really gets violent and gruesome and just really, really, really graphic. So <clears throat> one of the female's heads was discovered in the woods. The other uh, was never discovered. Her remains were never found. He Claimed to have stabbed and strangled them one at a time. Mm-hmm. So, um, he then took them back to his apartment where, again, he had a roommate. Roommate was clearly not home. Roommate, who <clears throat> we don't know, it in any article I found never gave a name or even a gender, assuming it's a male, but like, yeah, zero information. Weird. Um, but he took him back took the 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 females back to the apartment this is actually where he dismembered them so back up a bit he strangled them took them back to the apartment this is where he beheaded them and also cut off their hands he would photograph and rape and dismember the corpses so this is where necrophilia comes into play And this is basically exactly what he did with all of his victims, changing it up a little here and there. Um, One thing that was uh, very popular with Mr. Kemper is once he decapitated the head, he would have the head perform oral sex on him. That is so gross. That, Suck. That's probably the <laughs> most graphic of all the things. And if possible, I don't want to give any spoilers just yet, but that aspect specifically gets much worse. Oh my God. But I, yeah, it, this, this happens with all of his victims. So mm-hmm. he, What's crazy is on his way, I believe, back to the woods to take the bodies, or at least one of the dismembered bodies back to the woods, he was actually mm-hmm. pulled over pulled over by police officers, who again, wow. he was friends with, very friendly with, I don't know if he knew this officer specifically, but he had a taillight that was out, so the police pulled him over. He was <clears throat> cool, calm, and collected.
1: Yeah, And so there was no
0: need for them to search his car, but they say, no, that I it, mean,
1: he didn't really show any emotion hardly mm-hmm. ever anyway. And so talking to him, he was always so monotone.
0: No. Yeah. It goes back into that sociopathic personality right. where it's just, <clears throat> you do not have normal human emotions or interactions. No. You're on a mission. No. Right. So you're a Sagittarius and you have a task at hand that needs completed always always (laughs) so a few months so again those were college students now we're gonna kind of he's gonna push the age back a bit a few months later Mm -hmm. he picked up a 15 year old girl who had missed her bus on the way to dance class Uh, I think that's the worst yeah I I am not a hitchhiker. I really didn't take the bus to school except for maybe a couple of times in my life, but I remember like walking places in town yeah. and this I could have easily happened. My bike. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially the same thing. Hey, after yeah. school, we're going to get a ride with so-and-so we're going to go to Sonic or we're going to go to the football game Wherever. or whatever. So <clears throat> this girl was also miss, uh, was also reported missing asap mm-hmm. so didn't make it to dance class family reported her so again he went to a secluded area and this time he pulled a gun and it's later said in interviews he kept that gun on him and would oftentimes think well what if i pulled it it's that yeah. <clears throat> mental mind game that he played yeah. with himself like what would this feel like well right. i'm not going to do it but what if i did and it's here right. so i have the opportunity to make it happen yeah yeah So, this time, um, he did pull a gun, however, um, sort of, I I forget exactly why, but he exited his car with the girl in the car, Mm -hmm. and accidentally locked himself out of the car. Gun (laughs) in the car. Gun in the car. So, so he's like, shit, what do I do? I fucked up. (laughs) But, we'll go back to his juvenile days, where he was made assistant to the psychiatrist and you know made up psychiatrist scales and tests so he knew exactly what to do to convince this girl to to open the door to open the door so Mm -hmm. that's exactly what she did he persuaded her to unlock the car he then strangled raped her and 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 murdered this this 15 year old girl so before returning, Sad. yes, it, it's awful. And before returning home, he went to a local bar, had a couple drinks. Nothing oh. was out of the ordinary, according to the people at the bar. Nothing seemed unusual. Yeah. Um, and then when he returned back to his car, he opened the trunk where her body was to admire his work. Yep. One of his quotes is something along the lines of, like, a fisherman admiring his catch.
1: Yeah, and I feel like he did that all the time. Yeah. He, like, wanted to remember what had happened. Yep. With his victim.
0: It's just disgusting. I
1: mean... It is disgusting, and especially, like, coming from a person like him, no emotion. So it's like, what are you admiring? There's yeah. no emotion with literally anything in your life. It's
0: just, it's so strange. Yep. It, it's, it's just awful. So, um, at this point, um, I believe he is living back with his mom. Excuse me. It's either this year or the next, but. Drink. Oh, sh- oh too, too. lubrication okay so he i don't know honestly maybe he's not living back with <laughs> his mom at the time but he does decapitate the 15 year old buries the head in the mom's backyard so yep. living there or not oh, my God. oh it's only gonna get worse people And uh, then he throws the remainder, he dismembers the corpse as usual. He throws these pieces into the ocean and late, I think it was like a week later, they washed ashore. Yeah. So these cold cases didn't stay cold cases for very long. I mean, it was almost immediate. All of his victims, from what we know, did, were identified. So that is nice, at least for the family's peace of mind. Well, because he didn't mind at all. (laughs) No. You know, the investigators or
1: the detectives or psychiatrists, who they were. Yeah, exactly. He would know, like, he knew the women, like, he knew who they were. Yeah. He knew their names. He knew exactly the place that he picked them up or where he found them or where he saw them. And he knew all the details to tell, which is sad. But, I mean, at least it gave, you know, the victims' families, like you said, some peace, peace of mind. Yeah. That at least you know they knew what had happened and Yeah.
0: Yep. So <laughs> now fast forward to 1973. Not much long. He is officially living with mom again. Um he <sighs> Drink. <laughs> I don't know why that's always just like such a shock to me. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he picks up an 18 year old female outside of a college. Um, it's not, I think it's Cabrillo college. (coughs) Mm. There's a bunch of local colleges in the area. Right. So he picks up an 18 year old. He does the usual, um, you know, brings her into the car, does the deal this time though, before dismembering anything, he stores the body in the closet in his closet at his mom's house overnight. So, when oh, yeah, you're right. so when she left for work the next day is when he raped the corpse uh, and he actually so he shot her as well this is like his new thing now shooting them not just strangling them right he removed the bullet before he fully dismembered her and I guess that was a way of like identification that was a huge identification um, tool back in the day I guess to see like what kind of gun was used and he did own a gun so I guess that yeah, was yeah, and way... I mean, anymore
1: now too, they can determine who <laughs> killed someone, you know, based off of the bullet.
0: Right, right. So he actually, this was a little different of a situation. He kept the head for several days for his sexual purposes. Mm. So again, uh, that I feel like is the most graphic and violent aspect <clears throat> of Ed Kemper. It's
1: disgusting. Yeah, like oh, was so absolutely. Gross
0: gross. And then he also buried the head in the backyard of his Mm -hmm. mom's house. But this time he placed the head face up towards his mom's window. still underground, but like towards his mom's window. Um, oh. So everything except her head and right-hand were discovered first, obviously. Yeah. And it's quoted they were pieced together like a jigsaw puzzle. And, and they discovered
1: the remains, <coughs> the rest of the remains in the ocean as well? Or would they discover i I think it was, I think this was house. a wooded
0: area. I think that ocean gotcha. was like a one-off. Everything else was like a wooded area. In the wooded area. Somewhere secluded. Okay. Sometimes it's like uh, quoted as like a ditch or a valley. Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. So, um, they did know from this, a pathologist determined that he used a power saw to dismember mm. the body. So I don't know if that was like found in the mom's house or, uh, or later if he used something in the mom's house, damn, you picked up good word. I know. Holy shit. Okay. So one month later, one single fricking month later, he got in a fight with his mom. That triggered him. He's like, I'm going and looking for victims. So, this yep. kind of plays into the spontaneous nature of the Sagittarius and the fire sign both. Right. So, he... While he is insane, um, mm-hmm. he definitely has some mental issues. This right. is still, like, thought out. He's like, I'm doing this to kill someone. I gotta get this rage out. So... Um, and I feel
1: like... Sorry to interrupt, no, you're I fine. feel like, you know, most of the time whenever he would partake in killing, you know, some of his victims, it was because his mom and him had a fight. Yes. Or because she, it's like, she constantly terrorized him literally up until, I mean, really up until she died, yeah, right? Which he'll talk about, but... You know, she literally terrorized the shit out of him all the time. And that is why he acted out with these women. Yeah. And that's why. I mean, I don't want to put the blame on her, but it's like if she would have just left him the fuck alone. Yeah. I, I really wonder what would have happened with Egg Kemper.
0: Honestly, I don't know if I have it in my notes later, but he was asked about like his M.O. Oh. Mm-hmm. You probably said mom. I'm I asking. know. Yeah, I did. Um, He was later asked about his MO and did he kill women who are like his mom? And he said, no, it, they, they weren't like her. No, they were all of the things that she envied, despised, you know, they were pretty, they were nice. They were all the things that like he wanted, but knew that she wasn't right, which is just so deep so twisted that is so um at this point some say that like ed was almost wanting to get caught he Mm -hmm. you know at at one point like he like kills someone right in his car like out in front of the mom's house yeah in fact i think it might have been this previous girl i'm not exactly oh no that's the next one so Or he would kill, like, he
1: wasn't careful anymore. Like, he didn't try to find anything.
0: shallow graves. I mean, these are are people who are found weeks or a couple months later. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're not super thought-out planned murders. So a lot of people were suspecting a campus killer. So they were warning women. Uh, Let me get to my notes before I get too ahead of myself. So, they were warning the local campuses in Santa Cruz to not hitchhike. Um, So, shoot. Did I lose my People said, oh, yeah. So, they were advised to obviously not hitchhike. They're like, just quit. Cut that shit out. That's stupid. Don't do that. Uh, But also, if you belong to the campus, you would have a sticker on your car. So, Mm -hmm. don't get into cars that aren't labeled with that sticker.
1: With a sticker. Yep.
0: Hello? Okay, he was involved with the campus. Mom's involved with the campus. He had the freaking sticker on his car. Right, right. What an idiotic thing to advise to the public.
1: Yeah, people are dangerous if they don't go to the school.
0: (laughs) So, here's the thing. Even if he didn't have the sticker, you announce that shit, and what's he going to do? Right. Find the sticker. Find the sticker. sticker. Duh. He also has a fake badge and handcuffs. So, I mean, it, and a gun and a gun. So, I mean that, again, that's to victim blame. That is so stupid. That is like it the is. worst recommendation. It is. So he then goes on. Of course that doesn't stop women from being, and again, he's a gentle person. He's a nice guy. He convinces yeah. two students to get into his car. One of them was hesitant. <laughs> she told the other girl, it's fine. Get in. Um, He shoots them. Mm -hmm. He went straight to his mom's house. And I'm I'm pretty sure again, yeah, he beheads them in the car on the street in front of the house. Mm -hmm. So, again, he is not trying to hide this. And he says that later. He's like, I wasn't trying to hide who I was. (coughs) Absolutely insane so then he goes inside he rapes the corpse corpses and um he does the same things to the last he dismembers the body cuts off the head and hands he removes the bullets again from both of these bodies and then these remains were found in a canyon like i think a week later yeah week later
1: so miles (laughs) away yeah
0: yeah, but it's it's crazy because it's all relative. It's all within a span. Right. They're tracking this guy. They're doing everything right. they can, but no one suspects that it's him. And I think no. that's because of his relationship with the law enforcement.
1: Right. Relationship with the law enforcement. He was a college student. Mm-hmm. You know, he, like, he didn't have a record because that was expunged. Again, and, stupid. you know, he was smart. Yeah, he yeah. was smart. Although he was careless, like, in the end, he was so
0: smart. Yeah. So smart. Crazy. And then he was asked later why removing the head specifically, and this is a quote. The head trip fantas- uh, Wait. Oh, the head tri- <laughs> Let me hold on. Let me read properly for Try a second. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The head trip fantasies were a bit like a trophy- You know, the head is where everything is at. The brain, eyes, mouth. That's the person. I remember Mm -hmm. being told as a kid, you cut off the head and the body dies. The body is nothing after the head is cut off. Well, that's not quite true. There's a lot left in the girl's body without the head. That is sick shit. Yeah, and you know, whenever he was like
1: talking about this, again, no emotion. No. Like, he didn't care. That is
0: so... And if you watch the interviews, that's so matter-of-fact yeah. to him. Everything is matter-of-fact. Yeah. Yeah. He he befriends a lot of the yeah. officers and interviewers, and he yep. talks to them just, like, not even, you like... You and
1: I are talking. Well, yeah. and,
0: like, if... Okay, so if you and I were talking about, like, serious things, like... Right. You, there's, a, there's still a bit of embarrassment... A bit of hesitation. Right. Like, right. oh, what if she judges me? And with him, there's right. none of that. There's, Mm-mm. here's what I did. You know, this word, this word, this word. Graphic, yep. graphic, I, graphic. I cut off her
1: head. I put her mouth around my penis. Yeah. And nope, that, just like that. Like, <laughs> seriously. I mean, that is how he would talk. Yeah, that is how he would talk. I watched. There was no, like, beating around mm, the bush. No. or That is how the interviews went with him.
0: It's crazy. And you can watch all this shit online. I watched one. yeah, And it's creepy. It There's is. something about him that's creeped me out more than oh a my lot God. of serial killers that I've watched. And I think,
1: I truly, <clears throat> what I think it is, I truly think what creeps me out the most is the... Complete disengagement between human life.
0: Yeah.
1: He, and I truly, I know it's because of his mother and because of his childhood and upbringing. But the complete disengagement between human life and him is just not there. And it is so creepy he, well, yeah and i mean a sociopath you know they have zero i mean they don't feel like emotions like normal people if they hurt people you know whatever but it goes to like a next <laughs> level yeah like and he experiences from a young child i mean yeah. he started with animals and zero zero it's just it's just odd it's
0: it's really it's crazy so weird yep at this time, in the sixties, seventies, this is like peak time for murders and serial killers, and sort of the the original start of like the true crime hype and yeah. the fascination with it. So there were other, especially in California, for whatever oh reason. Oh my god,
1: especially in California. Yeah,
0: we should look into you that. Like Gary, why? yeah, you Ted got Bundy, Gary Ridgway.
1: You have Ted Bundy. You have Golden Egg State. Kemper, jo- Joseph James Angelo. I mean there are so many yeah. so many the zodiac I mean that was more 80s but still yeah. like it's
0: crazy so Richard Ramirez um, was it Marilyn Manson also in the 70s or was that Mar- 80s? Marilyn, or- Marilyn Manson that's, like, that's not <laughs> Charles Charles
1: Manson May- <laughs> I mean, Marilyn Manson, I wouldn't put it past him, but I don't think he was murdering people at, like, 12, 15. I don't know.
0: Could have been. Charles Manson is what I thought. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Anyways, so because all of these other murders were occurring... Uh, Santa Cruz specifically was actually given the name Murder Capital of the World by the press. Wow. Oh yeah. my God. So, and this is also about the time um, like towards the end of his killing that he got the name the Co-Ed Killer and the Co-ed Butcher. So they finally like put a name to it. But right. um so then we move on to his final acts, which these are all terrible, especially blameless victims. But this, in my opinion, is just... Takes well, the... he went out with a bang. Takes the so. cake. Takes the fucking cake. So <clears throat> his mom, who was 52 at the time, came home from a party late at night. Um, it said that, like, she woke up Ed from whatever he was doing, probably nothing, he went into her room, and she was laying in bed, reading a book. He They exchanged, like, some sarcastic words, and I, I should have probably quoted it directly, but it was something along the lines of, he said, like, well, did you have a good night? And she's like, oh, so you want to talk about this for the next hour? Like, it was something, mm. like, just. She was
1: such a bitch. It
0: was just something so bitchy. Right. Really nothing. But he just left. And of course that like struck a chord in him. Triggered Because her. once again he's like, I'm just trying to have a conversation with you woman. Yep. Also <clears throat> oh, we said mom. So. Um, he's like, okay fine. I'll wait till you fall asleep. So. Wait till she falls asleep and then he bludgeoned her to death with a claw hammer and then slit her throat with a pen knife. He then, just like all of his other victims, decapitated her, cut her hands off, and also fellatioed the head.
1: Yep. He did. So... To his own mother.
0: Yes. And he... It said that he... Screamed at the head for an hour. He used it as a dartboard. I don't know exactly what Mm -hmm. he was throwing at it, but just throwing shit at it. Yep. And uh, screaming at it. And ultimately smashed Mm. it in. So took it a step further. (laughs) We're not done. Mm -hmm. He cut out her tongue and throat. So by throat, I mean like her larynx 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 mm-hmm. that's just like the tube aspect of your throat um he was like i'm gonna throw these in the garbage disposal turns on the garbage disposal and those blades were like nope we can't handle the job they couldn't couldn't cut through the vocal cords did i say mom are you just Mm-mm. shaking? okay i was like wait did i just say that okay so Garbage disposal could not cut through, um, could not penetrate what he had put in there, sort of flooding the sink. And so his quote Mm. is later to authorities that seemed appropriate, as much as she'd bitched and screamed and yelled at me over so many years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I hate to laugh, but like, shit.
0: Honestly. That's he fucking saying That is that. For all things like the garbage, yeah. just will literally could not penetrate her strong her vocal, vocal cords. cords because
1: of all the bitching and screaming she's been doing. Oh, oh my god!
0: My god! <laughs> so he then hid this dismembered, slightly dismembered mm. body in the closet and decided to go to the bar and. I didn't write down exactly, but I have a feeling this is the same bar. Um, it had a name, and I can't remember it, where all the police would frequent. Just some oh. dive bar. And I'm pretty sure yeah. each time it says he goes to the bar, it's that bar. Okay. I could be wrong. But can you imagine you've done this to someone, and then you just go sit amongst cops? Yeah. I can't just even drive down friends. the highway. Going 10 miles an hour under the speed limit past the cop without feeling guilty. Right.
1: Right. You're like, oh, shit. What did I do? Yeah. What, what did I do? I'm like, there's no cocaine
0: <laughs> in the trunk. I swear. <laughs> I don't.
1: I didn't do anything.
0: <laughs> <And> yeah, <laughs> Wait, do guy... I have a warrant? Do I have a warrant? <laughs> yeah. What did I do? Who framed me? No, I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. And yet this guy has lip ripped out his mother's throat. And killed many, many women. Many. And he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to go talk to old Officer Bob. Mm-hmm. Have a couple Can of beers. Can I have a beer with Bob, with Bob? Yeah. Anyways, super, super gruesome.
1: So. So, let me ask you this. Wasn't it said, I mean, and this is what I remember from some of, his, some of his interviews, that he murdered all these women due to, you know, the rage of... The relationship with his mother and we'll drink to that here in a minute but the rage of the relationship with his mother and he essentially was killing these women to practice and to see the exact way that he wanted to ultimately kill his mom basically yeah he never was practicing on all these women so he would have it right and he would not mess up and he would do the exact correct way or not that there's a correct way to kill anybody, but in his mind, the correct way to kill his mom, because he hated her that much that he killed all these other women. Yes.
0: So he said in an interview that he knew he was going to kill her a week before it happened. So I Mm -hmm. don't think it's, it was that originally, like from a young Mm -hmm. age, I don't think he said, hey, from a young age, I knew I was going to do this eventually,
1: uh, mm-hmm. but I do
0: have the exact quote. He said, my victims represented not what my mother was, but what she liked, what she coveted, what was important to her, and I was destroying it. So I think mm-hmm. his motive was like to destroy all the things his mom liked, and then yeah. he started having that, that dark fantasy that he had as a kid. Right the curiosity to kill started being directly towards his mom. And he did say one week, one week before he killed her, he knew he was going to do it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm sure all of this ultimately ended up being practice and everything. Whatever. Yeah. Crazy. Here's what, again, this just gets weirder. And I wish I knew, like, the context behind this. But especially being 52 So, Mm -hmm. when he got back from the bar, he called his mom's best friend, who was 59. So, relatively same age. He invited her over for a dinner and a movie. (laughs) Okay.
1: And how old is he at this time? Also, we need a drink. Yeah. How old is he at this time? So, she was 52. So, he would have been,
0: like, 30? Yeah. Something along those lines. What year is this? Uh, that we're still in 1973, so do the God. math. So, yeah, he was... He was... Okay, wait, he was... 25? Four. Hold on, I'm gonna do the math so that we've got this right. He was born in 48, and then this was 73. 25. <clears throat> that's what I said. 25, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> Crazy. So, so
1: 25 year old inviting a 59 year old over to watch a movie. All
0: right. Yeah. Well, and two, you <clears throat> know, these women talked about, yeah. Him. And you oh, know, yeah. the mom was like, yeah, he's fucking killing girls and shit. And yeah, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate him. He is so fat. All this stuff. Right. So she agrees <laughs> to come over. Yeah. And this has to be late at night, and I'll say why later, but this, I'm, I'm, it doesn't say the exact time, but this has to be late. So he strangles the friend, and he decides, I'm going to come up with a story that her and my mom went on a vacation together, that's why they're missing, and uh, he puts the friend's body in a closet, and kind of cleans up the scene. Make sure there's no blood, blood no, or whatever, you know, Ew, can you imagine the smell? Oh, no. Can you imagine the smell of the entire house? Like, even just temporarily so, many, so bodies. many in and out ugh, in the backyard.
1: Ugh. Gross. Ugh. Gross. I'm sure you could smell it
0: from like a mile away. Yep. Yep. Absolutely gross. And so then <clears throat> this is why I said this ha- had to have happened late because he left a note at the house for police, and the note says the time. It says approximately 5.15 a.m. So I'm thinking, okay, <clears throat> I don't know how long it takes to dismember a body or to kill someone. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I'm I'm guessing the friend lived within an hour, and he invited yeah. over for dinner and a movie. So even if it was at the latest 10 p.m., Right. Like that is late. To
1: that be like so come late. over
0: for a dinner and a movie.
1: Yeah. Like what? No kidding. No kidding, especially <clears throat> like back in in this time. I feel yeah. like people stay up later now. Like
0: what the heck? Why was she like okay, I'll come over? Unless she came over early and it just took him this long like maybe they had dinner right. and maybe they did watch a movie, but but surely not if the mom wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. Like, this is just weird all around. But anyways, his note to the police said approximately 5.15 a.m. Saturday. No need for her to suffer anymore at the hands of this horrible, murderous butcher. It was quick, asleep the way I wanted it, not sloppy and incomplete, gents. Just a lack of time. I got things to do with three exclamation marks. (laughs)
1: One for this thing, one for that thing, (laughs) and one for that thing.
0: Like, what? That seems so not like him, but...
1: Yeah, that really doesn't seem like him at all. That's
0: just, like, a very sloppy message. Maybe
1: he did. You know, that one psychiatrist said he had, like, a multiple personality disorder. Maybe he did whenever he was murdering these people.
0: I feel like this was the ultimate murder for him, so maybe he was a little frazzled. Probably. So, anyways. He then uh, fled to Colorado. It was about a thousand miles from where he was. So, he's constantly on the road as much as possible taking caffeine pills. So, not the great, best candidate for caffeine pills in the middle of the night after murdering people. No. He's in his car. He's got three guns and a hundred rounds of ammunition. Mm. And he starts getting a little paranoid. He's, he believes at this point he is officially the target of a mass murder. <clears throat> While he is, he, he yeah, was not. He is. He, he is, but he's also not a subject at this point. Right. No right. one is suspecting him. So he's beginning to get a little paranoid. Um. So once in Colorado, he decides he's going to turn on the news, see what's happening back home. Nothing is being said on the news. Mm -mm. So we're going to refer back to his narcissistic tendencies. Uh. And this bugs the hell out of him. And he's like, what the heck? I Mm. want all the fame. So his panic kind of turns into anger. And he decides he's going to call the police (laughs) and tell them (laughs) what he did. So that's exactly what he does. He calls, I believe it was the Santa Cruz Police Department um, and says, I'm Ed Kemper, this is what I did. They don't believe him. They think Mm -mm. it's a prank call because they know Ed Kemper. No, they were like, yeah, okay, buddy, call back later. We don't know anything about what you're talking about. (laughs) Right. What? Okay. So then... He's like, you know what? I'm going to call back. So (laughs) later in the day, he calls back. He asks for an officer that he knows personally. Right. He asks for this officer by name and says, hey, it's me, Ed Kemper. Not only did I kill my mom and her friends. Yep. Mom. I killed all these women. And he knew details about the case. Yep. And in devastating details that weren't released to the public Uh and so they were like well shit maybe this isn't a prank caller (laughs) they're like okay (laughs) i guess we'll believe you this where's ashton where's (laughs) ashton so he confessed right now right he confessed to the eight murderers um that that he had performed and then later when he was asked why he confessed here's a quote The original purpose was gone. It wasn't serving any physical or real or emotional purpose. It was just a pure waste of time. Emotionally, I couldn't handle it much longer. Toward the end there, I started feeling the folly of the whole damn thing. And at the point of near exhaustion, near collapse, I just said to hell with it and called it off. Yep.
1: Well, because his mom, he killed his mom. And again, he was killing because of his mom it was all aimed at her it was all aimed at her and
0: and the fact yes what puzzled people was he i mean he kind of had an mo kind of like young pretty girls college campuses but not really Mm -mm. It it was anybody it was anybody it was it was any Hitchhiker, female, yeah. easy target. So right. going forward into the trial and all of that, he was indicted on eight counts of first degree murder in May of 1973. <laughs> Granted, he did have 10 total kills that included his grandparents, but that was yeah. expunged back in the day. Um, he gave a very explicit and detailed confession and he did this in hopes that they would see him as insane so he did try to plead guilty on reasons yeah. of insa- or uh, he pled guilty for reasons of insanity right and what's crazy is and what a lot of people don't realize is that pleading insanity doesn't mean a lesser sentence no a lot of times it means a lot more torture while you're here on earth because you're right. constantly like you're in the, you're in a mental institution. But he, he thought that if he
1: was sentenced to another psychiatric or mental institution, that he would be able to sway right. the psychiatrist again. The and then he be was better. Out. Yeah. Yep. So
0: in between May and October of his next trial, um, He did attempt suicide twice, obviously Mm -hmm. failed, but in October of 73, he was found legally and legally sane. Mm -hmm. Um, He was given a truth serum, which I would love to know what that entails. Like LSD or what? I don't know. It didn't say, Um, but at that point he, while on the truth serum, he admitted to being a cannibal. Specifically, he would make his victims into casseroles. He Ooh. later recanted that statement, and I feel like yeah. that's a matter of being on the drugs. Right, right. So, okay,
1: what drug is known as Truth Serum? It's a barbiturate.
0: Yeah, it was kind of a weird sodium
1: detail. pentothal. All right. So,
0: continue. So, later, court stated going against the whole insanity plea that Kimper clearly knew his acts were wrong, and he showed signs of malice as an afterthought. So he knew going into these events he was going to kill someone. Right. It wasn't. He tried to say like I blacked out. There was a different side of me. Um. He. But <laughs> it was just clear in all of his other testimonies that that wasn't the case. He took the stand in November saying that he took the victims, quote, for myself, like possessions, and tried to convince the jury um, that he was insane. And that kind of goes into what you were saying earlier. He said he had, like, other beings inside himself. Right. But they were like, no, you you knew what you were doing was wrong. What you, what you were right. doing was wrong. You knew... Like, going into, like, you got in a fight with your mom and you, you told yourself, I'm going to go out and kill someone now because I'm mad at right. Like, that's, right. that's a totally different thing. Right. So, he was found guilty and sane five hours later within this trial. He mm. requested the <laughs> death penalty by means of torture. So, they asked him, like, what do you think you deserve? And he said, death by torture. Yeah. Which takes us all the way back to his childhood fantasies of wanting to be tortured. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah.
1: And, you know, people had thought initially, whenever he said that, death by torture, that he actually felt some remorse, you know, for his victims. But that wasn't it. It was his narcissism coming through. Or honestly, who, like you said, relive those yeah, fantasies maybe that he had, had I, since he
0: was a child. I see that purely as like a sexual fantasy of his. Like that's oh, what he sure. got off on. He yeah. says death by torture because it 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 satisfied his curiosity. It satisfied oh, his sure. sexual needs. <clears throat> it's just terrible, right? Right. Um, but instead, he received seven years to life for each count of murder that he had committed. Yep. So he, at the time, was held in the same prison as Herbert Mullen, which I had to do a little research on. I'm not super familiar with him. <laughs> the name sounds familiar, but remind me. Um, he's he's another killer, which we'll kind of get into. But he was also in the same prison as Charles Manson. So it's kind of funny we mentioned him earlier. Oh, and I got there wow. One. So he didn't. Particularly like Mullen, like he had kind of self-diagnosed um, Herbert Mullen because mm-hmm. Herbert was killing in the same area at the same time, and his MO was for no reason. He killed for no reason. Wow. Yeah, uh, he he admitted to killing just to kill, and mm-hmm. Kemper saw that as like a waste. Like you have to have oh. a reason to kill someone.
1: Yeah, like how dare you? So
0: he. Spent his time in prison like physically uh-huh. and mi- and mentally manipulating this other serial killer. Uh-huh. Um here's a quote. Mullen had a habit of singing and bothering people when somebody tried to watch TV, so I threw water on him to shut him up. Then uh-huh. when he was a good boy, I gave him peanuts. Herbie liked peanuts. That was effective because pretty soon he asked permission to sing. That's called behavior modi- modification therapy. So he was using them as like his yeah. little experiments and his little rats, like his little test rats. Yep. And his narcissism was definitely being wow. portrayed. in um, crazy in in the prison. So he's he was up for parole many times, denied multiple times. Yeah. He'll be yeah. up again for parole in 2024. This man is still alive. Yep. He's still in prison. He um, He was an inspiration for movies like Silence of the Lambs.
1: Oh, so many movies. <clears throat> Texas Chainsaw
0: Massacre. Yep. He has been featured in many books and movies. I know we mentioned Cameron Britton, the actor. He's yep. in Hunter, but only for like a limited time. He's mentioned. Yeah. And it's like more. One season. Uh, season one, episode two, specifically, I think is what I watched, where they interview the the investigator, interviews him while he's in prison. So after every he's gone through everything. Yep. Yeah,
1: multiple times. I mean, yep. it's super interesting because they use the interview tapes from real interviews to reenact this. Yep. So, which is insane.
0: So. Despite, he, even to this day, is considered a model prisoner. Oh, yeah. I personally think that Ed Kemper is at least top three of our contribution to how the mind of a serial killer works. He has been used for so much research, so many interviews, a lot of it, in my opinion, not good like Mm-mm. what we displayed as a kid. Um so along with the influence of movies, he's yeah. also been um he's been hired to narrate audiobooks for things like Star Wars. Star Wars was or, the biggest?
1: Yeah, that was the biggest or it started out as children's books. Yes. So
0: things crazy. like that i just can't again well, because he's so damn smart <coughs> but it goes it goes back to i know um, i understand using these people as tough subjects learning yeah. from them rehabilitating them i i, I totally understand that but For using sure. them as celebrities to narrate oh i know narrate yeah. books and movies and movies yeah no, 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 no. I know. I even understand the movie aspect, like making them a movie or a documentary For sure. to educate people. But, like, what is the point of him narrating Star Wars? What is the point?
1: Mm-hmm. No, there's yeah. no point.
0: And to tell me I know. To, to say that he is the only person that could do that, he was the right fit. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, it makes you
1: wonder. It's like the people that were on the Star Wars crew. Like, are they a little sadistic?
0: Like, yeah. what? Well, it's, it's all publicity on? because that clearly, oh, that's well, a for huge sure. publicity and money stunt. So for sure, that's huge, but follow the money, honey. Yeah. And Cameron Britton, who we've mentioned several times, he played um, Ed Kemper in Mindhunter. He also played Richard Jewell in um, Manhunt on Netflix, which Manhunt mm. talks about the Unabomber. Mm-hmm. And Richard Jewell was wrongly accused of being the Unabomber. Yeah. Anyways, big fan of Cameron Britton, basically. Brilliant <laughs> actor. Please check him out. Please watch this stuff. It's so good. Um. So, long story short, still in prison today. And a what, lot of- What prison? He's still in Santa Cruz or where is he at? Yes, I believe so, let me see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still in Santa Cruz. Cali- he's definitely in California. California Medical Facility. Is that Santa Cruz?
1: I don't know. It just says California
0: <clears throat>
1: Medical Facility. Anyway. But
0: um, he's still considered, to this day, a model prisoner. However, mm-hmm. people who aren't fooled, people who know Ed Kemper say... Not only has he not changed, he will not change. He is a professional sociopath. This is what he does. (laughs) He convinces you that he's an asset, that you need him, um, that he's like a rehabilitated person, just like he was in his childhood, and and that he's Mm -hmm. simply not that. (laughs) He is is a mass murderer. So, his... His story is wow fascinating. There are so yeah. many documentaries or movies based on him or directly oh, about for him. Sure. YouTube is filled with his live interviews. I highly suggest watching him. But that is the two part series of Ed Edmund Kemper, Ed Edmund Kemper the Third, the Third Big Ed. Gosh. Coed web killer crazy 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 yeah
1: insane it really is and
0: and it freaks me out that these people are still alive like these people are amongst us
1: oh for sure i mean kind of but not really but yeah yeah
0: Ugh. Please don't hitchhike. The moral of the story is don't hitchhike ever.
1: Yeah, don't hitchhike ever. Like, get an Uber. Yeah.
0: Call a taxi. Walk. Walk. Ride a bike. If someone is (laughs) catcalling and hassling you, just run.
1: Yeah, just run and scream. (laughs) Like, throw throw a fit.
0: (laughs) Yes. Do that. Do that. There was actually, so while doing all this research, I went to the dog park today and it's just a public dog park (coughs) and there was this guy walking, the, it's a huge dog park, like a whole city, city block. And there's a guy walking the fence, like Mm -hmm. hassling the people in the dog park. He said something to me and I just... I had my headphones in, so I just act like I didn't hear it. But he said something about like, right. females in this dog park, and then after that, I was like, "Oh shit, this is gonna get scary." Here we go. Then the guy, like a few feet down from me, he he told that guy he's like, "Hey man, I like your hat. How much? If I could just buy it right off your head?" And the guy literally was like, "How about you just fuck off, man?" <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. And the guy was like, no, but really, I like that sweatshirt you're wearing, dude. And then he kept walking and he was hassling people, like, right, like all along the dog park. But it's just things like that that I'm like, you know what? You don't have to be polite to people. You really don't.
1: No, You don't have to be
0: polite. Just like that guy who told him to F off. To fuck off. Like you. I would have too. You can do that. You can do that. And it's honestly fine because this guy had no good intentions he was hassling right. all of us. So, Ugh. just... He deserved it. Yeah. I mean... Deserved the bird. Just trust your instincts. And yes. uh, don't hitchhike.
1: Please don't. Moral of the story, do not hitchhike. Moral of the story.
0: So! Yes! We are at that time. Let's Woo. do our thing. I'm going to get to my yes. notes for our patrons. But first... We want to thank our sponsor, Color Up CBD. They are a awesome product. Yes, they're amazing. They have a whole line of skincare pet products that are CBD based. Yes. yes. We personally use them. They're amazing. Every single day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Mm-hmm. I and, love them. Uh, you can use lowercase code sinister 20... 20- and 20 two, um, zero. Yes. <laughs> two zero zero to 20 20 percent off your purchase <laughs> please use that code please yes. order you some cbd products i mean yeah the the worst it's going to do is make you feel all nice and relaxed so just do nice it.
1: and relaxed
0: and then we have our patrons to thank Yep. Patrons who support our podcast are Justin, Annette, Adrian, mm-hmm. Nicholas, Valerie, Haley, Angie, and Cheryl. Thank you guys so Ooh. much! Thank you, you guys so get much. exclusive content, discounts on our merchandise, yes, la, 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 la. so much, and more. a special gift, <clears throat> and a special gift coming For the out VIPers.
1: Woo hoo! Yep. Anything also, else? Talking about special gift. Check out our merch. Yes. We have some new merch on the website. So something
0: sinister podcast.com. Check it out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Designed by us. You guys will love Y'all. it. It's so great. <laughs> we love it. So we love it. We will see you next time. Happy holidays. Yeah. Stay sinister. Bye.